happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler. And it is time again for Champion Review. Today we got Xinjiao and Vladimir. Um, two champions that have had a few changes. Uh, obviously no crazy... Oh, I mean, I think Zin got changed before they called things like mid scopes, right? I think. Yeah, um, it's a long time ago. But I, I'd, I'd consider his shit like a mid scope because they obviously didn't change too much about him, but they kind of moved his abilities around, shuffled things up, added a few things, and made his like pro play presence at least like last year. He's kind of right. dead right now, but that it it shuffled up his playstyle a little bit to make him more relevant. Um, he's yeah he's more or less the same just a little bit different he's not um i mean i guess you could say the same thing for vlad yeah say no it's almost the same exact thing so vlad i think always had presence they just had to change vlad when they got rid of his item (laughs) Uh, will of the ancients baby yeah Um, rest in peace (laughs) but yeah that's what we got today um and the new thing we're gonna start uh, well, we're going to try it out. If you guys don't like it, we'll stop doing it after this episode. But... Yeah, please please leave feedback on this uh, this little segment coming up because we think it's funny. But uh, um, if you guys don't find it hilarious or funny in any way, shape, or form, then we'll just stop. <laughs> so uh, if, if some of you are familiar with what chat GPT is, and for those who, who don't know, it is an AI program where you write a prompt in and then AI will generate uh, right dialogue whatever the hell you want and we thought it'd be funny just to type in when we're doing champion reviews like for instance uh describe the league of legend champion zin Zhao's play style and then and then we'll do the same thing for vladimir and we'll read out what this ai like gives us and i think it'd be funny just to see how accurate or inaccurate it is and i it, i think it's gonna be pretty fucking accurate but um yeah let us know if you guys like this if you don't like this and then you know obviously we could just cut it out um, sure, hundred percent. Right, right, right. But uh, all right. Well, I guess I guess we got Zinj out first. So yep. All well, right. Chat G- GDP. <laughs> Chat GTP says or G- GPT whatever it is. The AI says Zinj is a champion in League of Legends who's classified as a bruiser. He's typically played as a melee fighter and excels in one-on-one duels and skirmishes. Zin Zhao's playstyle is aggressive and relies heavily on basic attacks and mobility to quickly close the gap between him and his opponent. His skill set allows him to initiate fights and quickly burst down enemy champions, making him a strong choice for players who enjoy playing a more aggressive playstyle. One of Xin Xiao's key abilities is his three-talent strike, which deals physical damage to all enemies in a cone in front of him, stunning the first target hit. This ability can be used to quickly close the gap and engage on enemy champions, making it a crucial ability for players to master. Xin Zhao also has a passive ability called Determination, which provides him with bonus healing whenever he basic attacks or uses his abilities. This makes him a durable fighter who can sustain through fights and continue to deal damage even if he is targeted by enemy abilities. In addition to these abilities, Xin Zhao also has a knockup ability called Audacious Charge and an ultimate ability called Crescent Sweep, which deals physical damage to all enemies in a circular area and he knocks them up in a circular area and knocks them up. These abilities further enhance his crowd control capabilities and make him a strong pick for players who enjoy playing a high-impact champion. Overall, Xin Zhao is a strong champion who's a, who excels in melee combat and is best suited for players who enjoy an aggressive playstyle. He's best played in the top lane or in the jungle where he can make the most out of his mobility and crowd control abilities. So, first thing I'll say is... It's mostly right. It's mostly right. His mostly. Q, the three-talent strike, does not stun. <laughs> no. Um, no, it does not. And then the it, ulti- it knocks up, and the knockup, I guess, 
you could interpret as a stun. Yeah, uh, and then the it, the ulti says it knocks them up. It, I mean, sure, but it knocks them back. Knock back still for the game's intents and purposes is a knock up. So it's not totally wrong. Like a like a knock back just is a knock up with it's like uh, units involved. I, I guess the best way to to describe it. So it's like ninety percent. Right? I think it's like ninety percent right. close. That's pretty good. It, they call him a bruiser. I don't think I would call him a bruiser. I would just call him a fighter. Uh, similar to that of a of a Yasuo Yoni. Th- those guys aren't bruisers. I, I wouldn't classify I'm curious, uh, um, Zin as a bruiser. Let's see what... I want to really quick before we even start this. Let's see what... Let's see what, like, um... Uh, wall analytics. What people are building on this dude. Because I don't... I've, I haven't seen a Zin Zhao in a hot minute. Um, he's, oh, he's classified, by the way, by League of Legends as a diver. Oh my god. Well, that doesn't help anybody out. Um... Yeah, I'd say fighter. It looks like people are building like Bork. Uh, it's just oh, Ecl- Eclipse is the best. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, divers are the more mobile portion of the fighter class. Divers excel at singling out high priority targets to blitz toward, immediately forcing those targets and their teammates to deal with the divers' presence. Divers are not as durable as the tanks or juggernauts of the world, but divers can take their fair share of punishment while bringing enough damage to be a real kill threat if left unchecked. Examples, Hecarim, J4, and Vi. I... That's kind of fair. I don't know. I would consider... I would consider Hecarim a bruiser, or Vi a bruiser. Right, but they're also divey. Like, like Hecarim's... So, obviously, it's not all-encompassing, because every champion should be a little bit different, right? Hmm. Those two champions can dive, but they don't deal as much damage as Zin does. Like, Zin fucking can burst. Hecarim and Vi, I feel like they need their team to follow up to really bring the burst. Uh, depending, obviously, if you're if you're building a fuck ton of damage. Like, if you're building, you could obviously build all damage Vi and all damage Hecarim, and you're not going to be able to take out the, take the damage that you, that you dish. Um, that's risk reward, right? But Zin... You pulled up the builds. What what are his uh, popular builds right now? It says um, it looked like the the number one is Eclipse, Eclipse, which makes yeah. sense because, um, again, since since I've been, I'm slowly figuring out because obviously Omnivamp didn't feel that great um, right. in general, and the fact that this item got oh god damn, Lawlytics is still not caught up with the current Whoa. patch, so it still says Omnivamp, Fuck but man. it gives. Just it it gives more damage now, right? And then CDR, I think, is what the trade off was. Plus the shield, plus so. the the um, yeah, it's a shield, and movement speed. Okay, yeah. Um, no, it's great. Let me, let me see if Mobilitics has updated their shit. Come on, Mobilitics, get your shit together. Um, but yeah, uh, no, it says the okay, highest okay. highest win rate is Eclipse. You can go Gore Drinker. I feel like if you can build Gore Drinker, you're a bruiser. Right, so this says most popular is Gore Drinker. Highest win rate is certainly Eclipse Bork uh, Death Dance. That's definitely a fighter fucking build. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, highest win rate on 121 matches. Uh, let's see. Nope, There's their items are not updated on Mobilitics either. So there could just be a problem with the API. That, that these are probably connected to... I'm sure these are connected to the game's API just to pull items. So, um, I wonder if that has anything to do with their code being stolen. <laughs> you know what? Let me really quick side note. Let's let's look. Let's type into chat GTP. Why is Riot Games so dog shit at <laughs> running 
League of Legends. <laughs> Dean's going in, guys. He's going right, we go. in. You're here for this content, I hope. <laughs> oh my god, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. <laughs> oh, it's, I'm letting this. Is, is this still out? typing? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. As language <laughs> This thing is getting sassy with me. Wait, hold on, uh, hold on, hold on. I just want to ask, is this the dumbest segment we've ever done? No, this is definitely the dumbest fucking segment. <laughs> um, so let me see. As as a language model AI, I don't have opinions, but it is not <laughs> accurate to say that Riot Games is a dog is dog shit at running League of Legends. Riot Games oh, is the largest no. successful video game developer. Okay. So you, you weren't on my side, Chat GDP, but Whatever. We don't need to that's, talk about that. That's so funny, dude. That's so fucking funny. Um, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> but, but anyways, builds and, and win rates and whatever aside, we'll, we'll, let's dive into uh, Xin Zhao here. Let's do um, it. I Yeah, I have not seen this dude in a minute. Uh, same. It's been it's been uh, more than a minute, really. But yeah, same. <laughs> so I know, uh, again, hasn't had any crazy reworks. Just a few... Uh, I think the biggest thing might have been his W that got changed, um, but let's let's uh, let's find out here. So his his uh, I know his passive got changed too. That yeah, yeah. oh it, so, it got like moved around. It, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah. all right, well, let's start with his old passive. Yeah, go for it. Uh, challenge the innate passive is enemies hit by I know right enemies hit by Xin Zhao's basic attacks and audacious charge. Have their armor reduced by 15% for 3 seconds. Refreshing with every hit. Only one enemy can be affected by challenge at any given time. Okay. Current reads... Xin Zhao's basic attacks and when becomes lightning... Strikes... Generate... Wow, that was a really dumb fucking sentence. Um, let me try that again. I'm just gonna ignore the strikes. I'm gonna strike that bitch out. Uh, Xin Zhao's basic attacks and when becomes lightning generate a stack of determination stacking up to three times the third stack consumes them all to deal 15 to 60 percent based on level AD bonus physical damage and heals Xin Zhao for 6 to 74 based on level plus 10 percent AD and 65 percent AP so that's basically the heal passive the third hit the three hit heal not much to say there (laughs) <laughs> how, yeah, how we? I mean, obviously, I feel like it's a little bit better because it, it. This is this is kind of like a. This is a rare, you know. Riot loves their three hit passives. Oh yeah. Um, this is a rare one though. I feel like where you don't have to hit all three targets. Like you don't have to hit it three times on one person. You can like. Oh yeah, yeah. It could be just any three hits. It's just one, two, three, and you have it loaded. Uh, I don't know. Which is why it works really well in the jungle. Sure. No, yeah, exactly. Um. Okay, I mean it's it's fine. It's it's a very generic like oh yeah you can sustain yourself kind of passive. But the I only rem- thing to oh go ahead. I was say the only thing it's like I remember there's a hot minute and we'll probably get into it when we view past versions where there was an AP mid lanes in Zhao build uh, and the uh, the healing was off the chains. It was <laughs> fucking nuts, dude. Uh, <laughs> the one little note I want to add to that passive is. They don't know if it's how it's dealing uh, or how it's applying lifesteal. They don't know if it procs on a blocked attack 100% uh, or pairing effect. Sorry, dodge and blind. It works on blocked. So even if your attack's blocked, it still counts as a stack. Um, they don't know 
if how it works with blind or with dodge. Oh, I see that. It's weird. Pending for test? What? That's never yeah. going to get tested. Are you kidding me? Right, right. And it doesn't know exactly how it's applying lifesteal. It knows you, you benefit from lifesteal. It just doesn't know if that's changed one way or the other. So uh, just something to note. Damn, get your shit together, wall wiki. <laughs> okay. They're uh, trying. They're I trying. I know. <laughs> I just want to note, too, that the, the icons are almost all the same, and they just look like better, more updated, less cartoony icons in the newer version. But right. I like that they they don't always look this damn similar, but these ones do. So let's Anyways. Move, let's move on to his uh, previous Q, which I'm yeah. pretty confident is the same thing. Um, <laughs> three Talent Strike, active for the next five seconds. Xinjiao's next... Basic attacks each deal bonus physical damage and reduce this uh, this reduce his other ability cooldowns by one second um, each. The third basic attack knocks the target up for 0.75 seconds. Three talent strike resets Xin Zhao's basic attack timer. And the bonus physical damage for the hits is 15 to 75 plus 20% of his AD. And then, like I said, let's look at what it says now. Uh... Xin Zhao empowers his next three basic attacks to each have an uncancelable wind-up, deal bonus physical damage, and reduce his other abilities' uh, current cooldowns by one second each. Each attack refreshes the duration. The third attack knocks them up for the same amount, 0.75. Three Talent Strike damage is affected by critical strike modifiers. Three Talent Strike resets his basic attack. And then the damage is 16 to 52 with 40%, but it's bonus AD. So that's maybe this a hair better. The crit. It's just the crit. But it, listen, I'm going to suplex you if, if I see you building crit on Zinjo. <laughs> well, don't. Tyler? It, no, Eclipse doesn't have crit on it, huh? No. Okay, 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 okay. I was going to say, if that item has crit, then that's one oh thing, but I forgot it doesn't have crit. That's oh le just lethality. I got to confuse with Collector <laughs> for a second. Please don't right. build Collector on this champion. <laughs> no, I'm doing it now. Please don't do it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, so those are the same, just slight changes in the damage because they added crit to it. So for whatever reason, if you have a crit item or... I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't know why they did that, actually, so... Who, Who cares? cares? Uh, move on to W Battlecry. Old W Battlecry. Sorry, the icon is great. It's just like the most cartoonish yelling <laughs> face you can think of. It looks like a Yu-Gi-Oh card, actually. <laughs> uh, Forty mana uh, passive. Every third basic attack of Xinjiao is guaranteed to strike critically mm -hmm. with modified damage and heals him on hit. So there's active the... Xinjiao gains bonus attack speed for five seconds. Sorry. No, so, so yeah, there's there's where the new passive is. Kind of move that around. Yep. Yep. Uh, free free crit on it. So the the crit scaled interestingly uh, based on rank. Uh, rank one was one twenty five all the way up to rank three at one seventy five percent AD, and then the healing was thirty to fifty base plus twenty percent bonus AD. And 40% AP and the attack speed scaling, which is really where it was, mm -hmm. it's fucking nuts. Uh, 40 to 60% based on rank. And for five yeah. seconds? For five seconds, that's a lot. You you hit that, you hit your your Q, you're popping somebody up, and while they're popping up in the air, they're just getting fucking barraged. That which is why I say he's not a bruiser, he's a fighter. That Q stack would be in instant too. It's like bubble, oh, bubble, yeah. WQ and then bubble, bubble. <laughs> Yeah, especially because I think back in the day you built Triforce. Probably, yeah. Maybe, um, so maybe Bork. Disgusting. I don't know. You definitely, you probably had Bork anyways, but like 
the Triforce was like the first thing. You get the Sheen, so you're just <laughs> slapping the fuck out of this person already with damage. And yeah, it's just gross. It's also, man, I'm just combined with his passive too, the armor shred. Mm-hmm. You just, but and, and the guaranteed crit every three auto attacks. It's, it, it's Man, why he, I mean, like it, I said, the burst champion. <laughs> very strong. Super gross. And we haven't even gotten to some of the other skills that make him better with that, too. Um, Alright, but let's get on to his new W, Wind Becomes Lightning. Listen, the name of this skill... I know you're going to say this. <laughs> it might name, be the best in the game. It's a, You know, it's not a terrible name, it's just like... Too much of a mouthful for an ability, if that makes sense. Like, I the, I like when I when I hear wind it. becomes lightning, I don't think of Zin Shao though. I think of fucking Lee Sin. This sounds like a Lee Sinism. Like, yes, wind becomes lightning because that's how fucking Lee Sin's voice is. Uh, it just doesn't. I don't know. I guess maybe I need to listen to some Zin Shao audio to see if that really fits him. But like, because Lee Sin is the more like. Uh, uh, what, what would you call it? I wouldn't call it wise, but like the 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 sensei, you know what I mean? Like he always says, like, uh, master yourself, master your senses. Like, it's just, it fits his fucking mantra. He's like, it's it's very Miyagi-ism, like if maybe, that makes sense. Maybe we need to read into Zin Zhao's lore then. It might make sense. Maybe, you know what? You might be right. You might be right. And then I hear wind becomes lightning and I think of like Yasuo because he's using the wind, right? The Wind Bros. So, I don't know. I don't think it's a bad name. I just think it's a mouthful for a skill. Um, and it's weird. And I don't really understand how it applies to the ability. But, hey. Let's read this ability out now that we've got through that. Uh, active. Zin Zhao slashes in an arc. And, after the cast time, thrusts his spear in a line in the target direction. Each strike deals physical damage to enemies hit. Modified to 50-100% to based on level against minions. The thrust deals increased damage further by 0 to 33.3% based on crit strike chance. There again, there's more crit. And slows enemies hit by 50% for 1.5 seconds. Enemy champions and monsters hit are also marked challenged for 3 seconds during which they are revealed. The durations... <laughs> another paragraph, guys, sorry. The durations of 3 talent strike, audacious charges bonus attack speed, and Crescent Guard are delayed relative to when becomes Lightning's cast time after 0.2 seconds of its activation. Basically just says because 3 Talon Strike and Audacious Charge and Crescent Guard all have uh, second timers for how long they're good for, when you use this ability, you're just extending it because it's not fair that you can't attack with the extra speed or you're going to lose the pop-up because you press W or you're going to lose some of the ulti because you press W. So... It's just saying that it's a there's a compensatory piece to that. Um, lastly, Wind Becomes Lightning's damage heals Zin Zhao for a third of his lifesteal. The damage, so the slash physical damage isn't very high. It's 30 to 70 plus 30% AD. But the thrust physical damage is 50 to 190 plus 90% AD plus 65% AP. Uh, which means the total physical damage if you get hit by the whole thing is 80 to 260 plus 120% AD and 65% AP. I know there have been times where you get hit by this ability and it fucking hurts. Like, yeah, he was like, uh, what like, the fuck? If he's like level 9, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure you max this first. Um, I think so. And you get hit by this shit, man, you get chunked, you get slowed, 
And then we'll, we'll get to his E in a second. This motherfucker like comes across the map at you. Yeah. It's a, yeah. I don't know. I, it's a sick fucking ability. It's way better than oh, some yeah. boring oh. ass, like, oh, here's Steroid. the tax. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's... <laughs> but you gotta remember, Zin Chao was an older champion. I think he was released in 2012. Uh, I can pull up the list right where he's at. 13. 13. Okay, I'm sorry. No, excuse me. 10. Excuse me. 10. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. It was uh, July 13th of 2010. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're, you gotta remember this is still in the infancy of the game. So, some of these things are weird and wonky because that's just or, or very basic because that's just how the game was um he definitely needed the uh, mid scope or whatever we want to call it uh update but i don't think i have anything else to add to this no, um, well, let's get on to his e so yeah audacious charge active then da- dashes to the target enemy dealing magic damage to all nearby units and slowing them for two seconds so there you go again. You know they kind of move some shit around. This thing was a nuke though, seventy to two thirty with a sixty percent AP ratio, and the slow scale, disgusting. Slow scale to twenty forty five percent. I mean, like yeah, you could build like Nash's oh, back in the day, like Nash's Lich Bane. Oh, yeah, I say, I remember when you when you hit them, you you instantly challenge them as well. So then they reduce their armor by fifteen percent. Just yeah, you're right. It's total fucking nuke. <laughs> And then the current audacious charge, um, Xinjiao dashes to the target enemy's location, dealing magic damage to enemies near them and slowing them for 30% or by 30% for half a second. Audacious charge range is increased against challenge targets. Xinjiao then gains a bonus attack speed for five seconds. Three talent strike and crescent guard can be cast during the dash. This, this is like, it's such a like insane combo just because you have the slow from when becomes lightning and then upon arriving with your e it slows them again <laughs> and you get the attack speed and you have your q prep so you can hit bop 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 knock them yep. up yeah it's 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 pretty disgusting very AP scaling remember <laughs> yeah so yeah the magic damage now is 50 to 150 with 60 percent ap and then the bonus attack speed is 40 to 60 is that the same what it was yeah, they yep. they kept it from from his W, and they just moved it to his E. So, okay, that's audacious charge. Right. Um, lastly, we are on to the crescent sweep, which is the original ulti, not to be confused with the new ulti crescent guard. Crescent <laughs> sweep actually didn't have a super long cooldown. It was two two minutes down to a hundred seconds, so two to basically one and a half minutes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Active, Zin Zhao sweeps around him, knocking back all non-challenged enemies. So if you eat into someone and they're considered challenged, they don't go away just to everybody else because you can only challenge one this at a time, right? This was the original Camille alt. Yes, <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Knocks everybody away. Um, knocking back all non-challenged enemies, stunning them for three quarters of a second, in dealing them physical damage, capped at 600 plus 100% bonus AD against monsters. Why are you using this on a monster unless you're, I guess, trying to steal a Baron or something? I don't know. Cool. Uh, each enemy champion hit by Crescent Sweep grants Xin Zhao bonus armor and bonus MR for 6 seconds. So every hit, you would gain a bonus of 15 to 25 based on rank. So if you hit all 5 people um, at max rank... 
was 25 that's 125 bonus resistances gained for six seconds which makes you extremely fucking tanky for a champion that's not building a whole lot of tank stats he might build might have built spirit visage because extra mm -hmm. healing but like beyond that in in maybe maybe tabbies for some extra armor but beyond that you're not really building tanky you're building health so uh and then the physical damage was pretty gross too 75 to 275 based on rank plus 15 percent of targets current health plus 100 bonus ad so pretty gross uh again it's just designed to let you nuke somebody um, and isolate them and run away like chat gpt said you're just trying to isolate and get the fuck out of there <laughs> <laughs> crescent, crescent guard okay so crescent guard's got two parts it's got a passive and an active uh similar it's the same cooldown same kind of effect and everything like that in terms of radius so the passive is challenge the last enemy hit by Xin Zhao's basic attacks or audacious charge is marked challenged for three seconds. Active. Xin Zhao sweeps his spear around him, dealing physical damage to nearby enemies capped at 600 against monsters monsters, and knocking back all non-challenged targets hit up to 700 units over three quarters of a second, as well as stunning them for the same duration. So they're, knocking, they're being knocked back. So they're being knocked back, I guess, kind of slow if it's not an instant knockback, I guess, but... It's just saying you're flying over 700 units over three quarters of a second, and then you're stunned while you're flying, so you can't flash, do anything. You're mm -hmm. stunned. Uh, for the next four seconds, Xin Chao is invulnerable against enemy champions far away from him. So when you use this ability, you get a ring around you, and any attack coming from outside of that ring, um, if that champion is not inside that ring, kind of like Gwen, if that champion is not inside of that ring, he does not get hurt from it. Uh, he can still be stunned, I believe, by like yeah. Morgana Q. Uh, he just doesn't take the damage. Um, the physical damage on this is similar to 75 to 275, plus 100% bonus AD, plus 110% AP, plus 15% of the target's current health. I, I like this a lot better than just getting resistances. Oh, same. I think it, it gives you a better uh, play style. It's like, hey... I'm going to fucking knock this, these assholes away and kill this asshole right in front of me. <laughs> and then they're going to try to kill me and I should be able to get away scot-free. Sort of. <laughs> I think there was a time where the duration would get extended as long as he was in combat. I think so. I think they're like a, like a small... Uh, like half a second. Not quite a full reset. Right, yeah. right, right. But no, I, I like this. I think it's 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 good. I mean... To be fair, the game doesn't need any more invulnerabilities. Uh, no. But, no, it's a cool ability. I for sure like it a lot better than the old one. Uh, oh, something to note. I didn't know this. So, pets, traps, ground AoEs, DOTs, and delayed damage abilities like Death Mark, Explosive Charge, and Hemo Plague will not damage Xin Xiao if the enemy champion's source is outside the circle when the damage applies. Uh -huh. So, if you get... If you get death marked or hemoplagued, if you get the fuck away from Vlad or or uh, Zed, Zed, uh, and it's still up, and they're outside of your circle, you don't take damage from that. That's pretty gross. Okay, it's good to know. Um, displacement immunity will also resist the application of the stun. Um, where was? Okay, oh, that just means like uh, if someone has like black shield or something like that on them. Uh, if they're immune to that, then they won't get stunned either. So, okay. Makes sense. All right, dude. That's oh, the man. question. 
What's the answer? Oh man, I don't really. I I know the answer. I think it's Dragon Slayer. No, nope. I, oh, I, I don't. Secret Agent Zin. I don't know. I don't really care that much for this champion. Uh, uh is cool, but no one uses it. It's like the Gladiator one. Uh, a lot of people use War in Kingdoms. That one's cool. I don't know about Firecracker. It looks weird in that skin. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen anyone use Marauder. Cosmic Defender is pretty cool. That was the one that was in TFT for a long time, but I, I gotta go with Secret Agent, dude. That one's yeah, so good. Yeah, it's probably, it's pretty good. It's so good. <laughs> it just reminds me of, like, um, oh, who's the, the Japanese actor that played uh, Scorpion in the latest Mortal Kombat? Mm, I know. You're, uh... it, it reminds me of that guy. I can't think of his name. I want to say Hiroyuki, uh, but I don't know his, his full name. Uh mm. The, the way he looks, like, if you dress that dude up in a suit, he would look like, like, uh, Secret Agent Sin Chow. Um, but yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I mean, his, his old splash arts actually really weren't so terrible. No, they really weren't. <laughs> they, they really fit who he was, or who he is as, like, a, as a, as a character. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else to go on. I guess we can move on to the old uh, Vladimir. Yep, let's do it. Anyway, All right, dude. Here we go. Let's see what Chat GPT has to say. <clears throat> let's see. We got it right here. Do, 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 do. Here we go. Vladimir is a mage champion in League of Legends and is typically played in the top lane or mid lane. He is known for his versatility and adaptability in different situations, as well as his potent burst damage and healing capabilities. Vladimir's playstyle is focused on controlling the pace of fights with his abilities and utilizing his unique resource system, Hemoplague, to maximize his damage potential. His abilities allow him to trade effectively in lane, dodge enemy abilities, and set up powerful all-in burst combos. One of Vladimir's strengths in his ability to sustain himself in fights, thanks to his passive ability, Crimson Pact, which increases his ability, power, and health based on each other. This allows Vladimir to survive longer in fights and dish out more damage. In team fights, Vladimir excels at taking out enemy carries with his powerful abilities and finishing off low health targets with his ultimate Hemoplague. He can also use his transfusion ability to heal himself and his allies, making him a valuable <laughs> asset to his team. This is fucking broken. Um, overall, Vladimir's playstyle is centered around his versatility, burst damage, and sustainability, making him a formidable opponent in the right hands. Formidable opponent in the right hands. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, formidable for the enemy, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. This one kind of obviously Vladimir. This weird. So Vladimir obviously... cannot heal your your allies. And, and his resource isn't called Hemoplague. No, it's you would, he doesn't have. It would resource. be classified as a theory resource, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, technically exactly. called bloodthirst. Yeah, but <laughs> all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you. Laugh. I'll give you like a B plus, like an eighty. I'm gonna give Maybe it a less. C. C, like I'm gonna 70? give it a full on C. Okay. Yeah, it, it the fact that he's that they said he could heal his entire team and that his um, resource resource is called Hemoplague. And I don't know that he necessarily controls the pace of fights. Mm. Um I mean if he's fed his shit and he's like walking up and back and forth, I guess he could. Because you do not want to engage on that dude. Um Right. It's it's hard to engage on him because of the uh uh segment pool yeah yeah i was like what is the name of the i was gonna call it blood pool but um either way 
very good champ in the right hands. I'm fucking trash at playing Vladimir, so um, I'm not going to offer any insight because I suck at, at making Vladimir. Even, like, when he's strong, I don't understand how people make him so fucking goddamn strong, so I will abstain on <laughs> on making too many comments of how to play this guy. All right, but, let's, um, we'll start it out yeah. here. Um, Go for it. Passive, old passive, which I believe is still the same. Crimson Pact, innate Vladimir gains two and a half bonus health, uh, bonus ability power, and 140% AP bonus health. These bonuses do not stack with themselves. Obviously, the more bonus health he gets, the more AP he gets. The more AP he builds, the more bonus health he gets. They obviously can't, they don't cross streams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work like that. That, that's not the phrase I would have used, but that was good. That was good. I you like get that. it. Because otherwise, it, it would just like infinitely... <laughs> infinitely stack. Whatever. Yeah, they would infinitely stack. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's disgusting. Current Vladimir is pretty much the same thing, except the numbers are a little different. He gains uh, or 3.3% uh, bonus health as ability power and then 160% AP as bonus health. So it's actually a little bit you of a more, buff. A little power. Yeah. Um. Sure. I mean, there's champions that, that it's kind of like Rise, you know, he gets more damage based on mana. Um, he gains, is he, he gains AP based on his mana too. Like there's, there's a few champions that kind of have a similar, uh, passive. Reminds me of Pike, uh, who gains damage based on health that he builds, except for the difference is Pike can't build more health. Right. It just gets converted to damage. So, right. uh, again, pretty, pretty, pretty. Somewhere in that. Pretty straightforward, but I like his passive because it is... It fits. It fits the champion, right? Like, it makes sense. It, it doesn't really need to be changed or updated, I don't think. Mm -hmm. No. Everything else that was changed or updated made him better, so... I think it's 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 a perfect passive for him. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll move down to the Q transfusion. The old Q read, after a 0.25 second delay vladimir drains the life force of the target enemy dealing magic damage and healing himself um oh i didn't realize there was hemoplague enhanced damage on the original q so his magic damage was 90 to 230 with a 60% ap ratio and he would heal 15 to 55 with a 25% ap ratio uh, it had enhanced damage with Hemoplague, and we'll get there when we get back down to the old Hemoplague. It would do 100.8 to 257.6 base with a 67.2% AP ratio. Um, currently, Transfusion, still the same name, same Q, still has a quarter second cast time. Uh, it's got an active that says, Vladimir drains blood from the target enemy, dealing magic damage and healing himself. He then generates a stack of bloodthirst over the cooldown, which is displayed in his secondary resource bar. That's where I said he has like a fury-like resource bar. At two stacks, Vladimir gains 10 to 40% based on level bonus move speed for a half second and enters Crimson Rush while the bloodthirst depletes over two and a half seconds. The bloodthirst depletes 75% slower during Sanguine Pool in Tides of Blood or Stasis. So basically, if you kind of um hamstring yourself on being able to cast it uh it doesn't drain quite as i did fast. not know that okay neither did i so yeah if you have it up and you can't quite get to someone you start casting tides of blood or even sanguine pool it might last a little bit longer so you can get to the target and hit them with it uh the crimson rush bonus transfusion consumes all bloodthirst 
to deal 85% increased damage and heal Vladimir for an additional 30 to 200 based on level, plus 5%, plus 4% per 100 AP missing health, reduced to 35% against minions. So the magic damage that it did um, without being enhanced is 80 to 160 with a 60% AP ratio, which I think is basically the same. Uh, it's a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it heals 20 to 40 uh, with a 35% AP ratio. Uh, that's a little bit more than it was early, I guess. And then the increased damage is 148 to 296 with a 111% AP ratio. Does a lot. Fucking hurts if you get hit late on. Oh, no, yeah. Or even it... mid-game, really. The other, the big thing, too, is the movement speed you get when you Huge. when you get uh, the two stacks. I like that. Yeah, for, oh, for really? a half second. It's only a half second, but it's enough to kind of, like, push you forward to get in range or hit it and leave. <laughs> Righty, uh, move on to Sanguine Pool, his old one. Uh, active, Vladimir sinks into a pool of blood. Gaining thirty-seven and a half bonus movement speed, decays exponentially over one second and becoming untargetable for two seconds. Enemies standing on the pool are slowed by forty percent and dealt magic damage every half second, while Vladimir heals himself for fifteen percent of the damage dealt. Oh, magic damage that. was um, twenty to seventy-five plus three and three-quarter bonus health per half second. And then the magic damage, uh, maximum magic damage was 80 to 315% bonus health. Wow. And then current Sanguine Pool. Uh, Vladimir sinks into the pool, becoming a targetable and ghosted for two seconds. He also gains the same amount of movement speed, uh, right? 37 and a half, yep. And decays exponentially over one second. Enemies within are dealt magic damage every half second over the duration or are slowed by 40%. Vladimir heals himself for 15% of the pre-mitigation damage dealt. And then an extra note says, Vladimir cannot use basic attacks nor abilities during the Sanguine Pool, but he can still move. If Tides of Blood is charged at the time of Sanguine activation, that ability may be uh, may still be recast. And I can mention, talk about that uh, when we get down to his E. Um, yes. And then... The magic damage is more or less the same, 20 to 75 with a 2.5% bonus health scaling. This ability might be one of the most frustrating abilities in the game next to the uh, Fizz Troll Pole. Well, remember, untarget abilities, uh, if you have a tether, will yep. still stun them at the end of the duration as long as you're, the tether doesn't break. Tethered before. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, that's good it. for Morgana, good for LeBlanc, good karma. for uh, Karma. Mm-hmm. Who else has a tether? I think that's it, right? There's probably a few more. There's probably one more that I'm not thinking of. Um, interesting ability. It can be really frustrating because right when you think you have him on the ropes, he usually gets his W up and he gets away and you just sit there cursing. Well, to note, <laughs> um, and also, I don't think we, well, because the Q doesn't have it, but this cost is a health cost. This That's the resource. Yes. Yes. Um, that's right. And it has an insane cooldown uh, level one because... Uh, this is the ability you max last. 28 seconds at level 1 is brutal. But a lot of the items you build are going to have a shit ton of uh, ability haste. Yep. This is true. Okay. Down to Tides of Blood, his E. And the funny thing about this champion, when they reworked him, all of his ability names 
remain the same. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Old Tides of Blood had a health cost that was 30 to 70 based on rank. Um, active. After a quarter second delay, Vladimir unleashes a torrent of blood, damaging all nearby enemies. Every time Vladimir uses Tides of Blood, he empowers his next cast for 10 seconds, stacks up to 4 times, increasing Tides of Blood's base damage and cost each by 25%, as well as granting Vladimir increased self-healing, health regen, and spell vamp, each by a percentage. Stacks multiplicatively with itself. So, magic damage at the first stack is 60 to 160, plus 45% AP. Uh, the Hemoplague Enhanced Damage uh, on the first stack is 67.2 to 123.2 plus 50.4% AP. Again, that just has to do with how much extra bonus damage you get from Hemoplague, so I know it's going to sound weird. Um, the Maximum Magic Damage, so at max stacks, you're doing 120 to 320 with a 45% AP ratio, which is a pretty nuky ability. Mm-hmm. Um, and then similar with the Hemoplague, I'm not going to go too far into that. The sustain increase, uh, was four to 8% based on rank, uh, would max out at 17 to 36%. Fucking insane. If you got that four stacks going. Yeah, that's, uh, you would see a lot of people in pro play, uh, Vlad either mid or top because he had just ridiculous sustains. Like why even take this champion out? The tides of blood was so fucking strong. This was, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, you know, I, I was going to kind of uh, just keep going, finish what you are going to say. I was, was going to say, I don't think that Tides of Blood had stacks originally when we first started playing. I think that was added later. Bef- before they reworked him, I think he didn't have the same stacks mechanic. I I do remember it. He like This ability was weird. I'm pretty sure you could only cast this when enemies were in range or minions or whatever. And yeah. he would like throw knives or something it would th- he would like throw shit at whatever however many enemies are in front of him or whatever right and that's what i can remember and this ability is on a four and a half second cooldown and of course back in the day you can only have 40 percent, but still this ability you could s- get those four stacks so fucking quick yeah uh it, yeah it was it was it was a pretty op ability it was like i think it was like blood knives i think it was blood it, shaped like knives or swords let me or see whatever. old because that's what like what the the icon looks like Old Vladimir E. Torrent of blood. Oh, here we go. I got the old uh, spotlight got it on the screen. Let's go. Yeah, let's take a look really quick. Where is tides? Where is E? Just seeing. Uh, sorry, freak. I'm not listening to you, <laughs> dude. That's when freak was like extra professional about those two. I know, like a stone fucking wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does look like blood knives. They're like yeah, they're like blood swords on one. It kind of reminds me of like swords of revealing light, but blood. <laughs> all right okay current tides of blood this one's a mouthful guys so get ready uh, it is costing two to eight percent based on charge time of vlad's max health cooldown is 13 to five seconds so definitely uh cooldown difference um it's got effect radius of 600 and a width of 120 and it's got a pretty quick missile speed of 4,000, so if it drops, you're not getting away from it. Active. Vladimir charges up for up to one and a half seconds, during which he increases Tides of Blood's damage over the first second of the channel and becomes slowed by 20% afterwards for the remaining duration. 
Tides of Blood can be recast within the duration and does so automatically afterwards or if it is interrupted. Upon recast, Vladimir unleashes a nova of 15 blood bolts around himself that each deal magic damage to the first enemy hit increased based on charge time up to the first second. So you can only increase damage for charging over a second. You can charge an extra half a second, but you're not getting any more damage. If Tides of Blood was charged for at least one second, enemies hit are also slowed for a half second. Enemies can intercept multiple bolts, but can be damaged only once. If Vlad is below 12% of his max health, Tides of Blood will not cost any health. Mm-hmm. So the minimum magic damage uh, was 30 to 90, plus 1.5% max health, plus 35% AP. Max damage is 60 to 180, plus 6% max health, and 80% AP. And it slows from 40 to 60% based on rank. I think that 60% is a pretty huge fucking slow. It's big. And Especially if it only costs you 20% to, to do that. And it, you're going to combo that with single, Sanguine Pool, which I was talking about. Um, right. It's a weird... It's a... It's a weird combo that you can do, and it'll 100% catch people off guard. Yeah. Um, it's nuts. So, so like, the, let's see, effect radius. So, yeah, the effect radius of Sanguine Pool is 350. So, people are like, okay, I'm just going to run away from you. But the Tides of Blood is 600. So, you can get in there, and even though they're running away a little bit, that you, you hold your E, and as it's charging up, that might be a better time to, like, charge for that extra half second, even though it doesn't right. do much more damage. And then you you have your W, and it's just surprise damage, because they're like, oh shit! And then the AOE slow, it it's a it's a sick ass combo. I mean, I, I only really play Vladimir when I get him in ARAM. Um, yeah, but that shit it like catches people off guard. Um, the cooldown is a little bit longer, but you know, in this day and age, every item gives at least like fifteen ability haste. Right. Plus Ionian boots, so you're sitting at forty. If you build I think you, you want to build like uh rocket belt um just for more or, health, or, like or harvester. Really yeah, there you go. The health, yeah. Or harvester the, too. I think harvester is good. Health. Uh the health is good, the mobility. Yeah, I like rocket belt for the mobility, the extra burst damage that you can gain to close a gap because you can rocket belt while pooled, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can activate items while pooled. <laughs> so yeah, you can rocket belt while pooled. While charging tides of blood, like it just gives them extra burst damage. It's it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> what, yeah, what I'm getting at is this ability. It, it you're gonna max it a second. Um, so it's five seconds base, and then you're gonna have like eighty ability haste, hundred yeah. ability haste. It's gonna be up pretty oh. much like every maybe two seconds around that. And yeah, it's it's I, fucking brutal, dude. It does say here that it, actually rocket belt is disabled to use while charging. Interesting. But you can use Shirelia's, uh, Chem Tank, Yomu's, Stone Plate, or Randuin's. Most oh. of those items you're not building on him. I was gonna say, glad I'm building all that. <laughs> right, right. I don't. Th- the only one that's even possibly in the realm of feasibility, and you still shouldn't build it, is Chem Tank. Uh, the rest of those are, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> but it's just noted there. Obviously, Rocket Belt's the bread and butter, so they clearly thought that was a little too fucking OP, so they disabled it. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, we can move down to the uh, ultimate. Yeah, Hemoplague. Pass. It's a great name. One of my it's, favorite skill it's names. Sick. Um, active. Vladimir infects all enemies in the target area with a, a virulent, virulent, virulent. Yeah, virulent? like a virus. Uh, okay. We learning. We learning. Uh, plague <laughs> increasing the damage they take from all sources 
by 12% for 5 seconds, after which all infected enemies take damage. So it didn't use to heal. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, you had spell vamp in the game. So it was True. healing from... If you didn't build Will of the Ancients on this fucking <laughs> champion, I don't know what you're doing. It was and, the only champion that used that fucking item, dude. They literally removed that item because Vladimir was the only champion to use Will of the Ancients. Like, it... That had it served no fucking purpose for any other champion, and I don't even remember the build path. I think it builds similarly. Here, I to... got you. Um, for those who who aren't familiar, because this item got taken out of the game, uh, it built out of Hextech Revolver and a Fiendish Codex. It gave oh, yeah. 80 AP, 10 percent cooldown reduction, and then the passive heal for 15 percent of all pre mitigation dealt, including true damage by abilities. Area uh, damage only heals 5% for every unit affected. Um, and then, I mean, you, you paired that paired that with his old Tides of Blood, where the, the, the healing got ramped up uh, to max 36%. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. And Spirit Visage. Sure. And, yeah, it was... Like I said, he was the only one that, that eased the fucking item. Uh, the only other one that I could see trying to use it was Morgana, but there were better items sure. at the time. Um I think back then Morgana was a uh, a Roa user, if I remember correctly. Um, which you could also well, it wasn't the most efficient to build on Vlad, but still wasn't terrible because you lost the you lost the mana because you mm -hmm. just didn't have the mana resource, but it wasn't a terrible item. Um so what was I gonna say? There was one more that I was gonna add to that. Now I can't think of it. It'll come oh, back well, to it'll you. come back to me. Yep. Um, so, okay, and then the damage was 150 to 350 with 70% AP. Yes. Current Hemoplague. Active Vladimir spreads a virulent plague at the target location that infects enemies hit for 4 seconds, increasing the damage they take from all sources by 10%. After duration, the infection bursts to deal magic damage to all affected targets, and after a 0.4 second delay, heals Vladimir for each infected champion, reduced by 40% for subsequent champions so the damage was again 150 to 350 with the 70 percent ap scaling and then the heal was 150 to 350 with a 70 percent ap scaling so again it's it's reduced 40 percent if it's past uh one champion. champion yep but still, still we're strong. pairing yeah we're pairing that with everything plus the the the, the 10 percent increase from all sources yep. uh this this is like this is another you know we mentioned from time to time these like game changing ultimates that you oh, love 100%. to see. Yeah. If if you they, I mean you you could probably look like, up like Vladimir pro play compilations or they if this champion if you're like running Ghost maybe even Phase Rush Rocket Belt if you can get in there drop the plague and then E to W so you're not taking any damage and then when you have your 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 charged up Q get that. And your E will be up. You got four seconds. The damage is insane. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is. You can dive super fucking hard with this dude because paired yeah. with again the W. The W has a long cooldown, but you know we're talking about 100, 100 ability haste. That shit's gonna get down to maybe six <laughs> seconds. You're gonna be building hourglass on this dude. Uh, yep. You're you're just yeah. And then like this dude can get down so fucking low, and then that hemoplate pops, and he's full health again. Um, right plus transfusion yeah he's everything just like, everything it's it's good it's insane he, he almost gets more powerful with less health <laughs> not, he doesn't like by by kid or anything like that but like right when you think you got him on the ropes 
Just kidding. Yeah, exactly. And then you're dead. And then you realize you've overcommitted because he just healed it all. It's like, fuck, dude. Um, I did remember what I was going to say with the old Hemo Plague is mm-hmm. he, uh, what did it say? Pre-mitigation damage, right? For the old one? Was that that? Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Never mind. It's all good. Something was pre-mitigation damage, and I don't remember what it was. Maybe, because I mentioned Will of the Ancients. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. talked about it. Will of the Ancients was pre-mitigated damage, so that that's what it was. It was because of Will of the Ancients that I was thinking it was on his, his old Hemoplague. Yeah, no. that's that's um, the damage that he deals, the raw number, not the amount that someone takes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> it's a lot, yeah. That's a, It's a lot more than you would think, because, like, yeah, someone may have fucking 700 MR... And you deal like no damage, but it didn't matter because it was all pre-mitigation damage. Um, so we're 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 on to the age-old question, dude. I got a lot of good ones too. I got to make a claim, and maybe you'll okay. disagree with me. Um, and it's kind of an Udir situation, an old Udir. I feel like I cannot. I feel like Bloodlord is his base skin. I cannot play oh, base yeah, skin yeah. Vladimir. So That's fair. Bloodlord. So I don't know if I want to count that as a skin because I see that as his. I do not like his normal voice. It's kind of a little high pitched, right. and he sounds a little like. Well, he's supposed to be kind of seductive because I know his, his voice is vampire. Very yeah, I get it, right? But Bloodlord Vlad is just like so much deeper and more epic. Um, Listen, all the skins where they change his fucking haircut, I like infinitely better than his base skin or any skin where they keep that. It's I. It's not even a faux hawk. It's just a dingling on top of his head. <laughs> like, it's I don't a know what dingling. that is. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, but no, best, it's got to be either Nosferatu or, um, oh man, Soul Stealer is really fucking good too. Soul Stealer is really good. Vandal is, is good. Vandal is sick. Dark Waters is surprisingly really fucking good. But if I ha- if I was forced to pick, and I do like Marquis. I like Marquis because Marquis, much like Count... And Nosferatu are very classic vampire. Vandal is very um, Lost Boys vampire. Mm-hmm. And Santa Cruz, shout out to Santa Cruz, Lost Boys. Um, that one holds a special place. But I think the best, or at least Cafe Cuties, I, I know. 100% <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> no, yeah. Not Fuck s- Cafe Cuties, dude. Ugh. And Academy. Ugh. Um, but I do, like, Nightbringer's sick. Cosmic Devourer is super fucking cool. Although Cosmic Skins are actually really cool. I think Zin Shao is actually included in the Cosmic uh, right. Realm, right? Cosmic yeah. Defender. So yep. yeah, he would be fighting against him. Um, super cool. But if, if I had to take one, take the cake. Nosferatu, and even the description, it says, look, the guy's a film buff. So what? Hemomancers can like things too. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's perfect. 100% perfect. And Maybe. his legacy too. Is it, um, does it say, I don't see, oh, it's part of Trick or Treat. Okay, so it's, uh, okay. I would say. It's part of Trick or Treat, that's so dumb. I, I would like to see more skins that are based off, like, movie monsters. Dude, same. I think that would be cool. I mean, I guess. Like, you could, Scion could be fucking Frankenstein. Well, you had, well, yeah, the, and the, it, the latest it, Halloween ones, right? Well, we have, yeah, well, okay, I was gonna say we have, I mean, you have, uh, is it Franken Annie? What's the Frankenstein one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Franken Tibbers. Franken Tibbers. Like that one, okay. Uh, I mean, Warwick is literally Wolfman. Uh, sure. I, I would like we to have, see more. We have the mummy. Do we have the mummy and Moo Moo? Pharaoh? I don't know. 
Though, I guess he is technically the mummy. Uh, who else would we be missing then? You got Wolfman, you've got Nosferatu, you've got, or, or I guess Dracula, you've got Franken Andy. Although, to me, Scion is more the, the right. Frankenstein because he's literally put together with random shit. Um, um, trying to think of old movie monsters. Oh, we don't have the Invisible Man, but fucking Invisible thing like that, dude. LeBlanc's invisible enough, and that's all you need. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on, I'm um, just looking up. Um... Oh fuck you! Disable my ad blocker. Um, I, <laughs> I'm just trying to like get an eye. So yeah, the Invisible Man, uh, Frankenstein, Wolfman, the Phantom of the Opera, uh, the Hunchback oh, of Notre Phantom Dame, the Dracula, Invisible Wait, the Man. Hunchback is apparently okay. this is 1923. Okay. I don't know. Um, Invisible Man. Okay, Son of Frankenstein. Blah 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 blah. Dracula. Okay, blah blah blah. This is not giving me anything. I don't know, maybe like the creature from the blue black lagoon or whatever the fuck that was. I don't know. That, I don't... that would be cool because you could fucking make. Well, I guess you can't really make that Nobby, but you can make that Zach. He, Zach he... could be the creature from the black lagoon, dude. They just give him like There's a black idea. black chroma. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's not black. He's green. I you know. just you you just changes. So it's just like, normal Zach. Sort of, but like obviously, like you kind of you make him scaly and. uh can I just say it? Zach just feels really difficult to make skins for. Well, I think they've said that before. Is that what like, they, they said? They didn't. They didn't make a lot of skins because, like, what do you do? He's a, he's already a blob of amorphous goo. Like, he could be anything, and it, it. Like either it's too much, or there's not enough to do that's unique. Nah. Um. Man, these. Oh, trick or treat and bewitching as part of the same fucking line. Uh yeah, Franken Tibbers Annie is what it's called. Oh, there's Count Cassidy and Count Claudia. There you go. Okay. Um, those are right. Vladimir Pumpkin Prince and Moo Moo Pumpkinhead Fiddlesticks. That's a good. One. Oh, Headless Hecarim. That's a good one too. Yeah, that's good. Don't think about that. But all right, that's. I think that's pretty much all we, all we got on these guys, dude. No, that's it. Next next Friday we got um Galio and Urgot. So those are gonna be good. Ooh. Those are some good ones. That's going to be a long episode. That's going to be a long one. Um, Very long episode. Both those champions are totally fucking different. The only other uh, thing I got is, you know, we're, we're always doing this. Uh, go to the YouTube, guys. Um, you know, we, oh, oh, go I got ahead. something. I got something. Uh, Purple sent me a replay. Oh, yeah, yeah. For us to cast. Okay. I don't know when we're going to do that. Maybe we do that this weekend and, and prep it. Um, Just... It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. I haven't... <laughs> the dragons are coming. I haven't figured out the logistics of it, but it's coming. And I think that'll be hype and, and fun as all hell. So um, that's something to look forward to. And then... Um, we did get a minor teaser for uh, Milo. Milo. Yeah. That's right. And um, I, I, I pitched this idea to Tyler that I think we're going to do for next week is play like a bingo sort of... Oh, what... What do we? What guesses? What are we gonna guess yeah. this champion can do? Invulnerability, right. three hit passive, yada yada yada. I think that'd be fun for maybe a shorter episode. I don't know. I think it'd True. be fun. Um, but yeah, guys, that is it, dude. You know what we could do? We can ask the we can ask the AI to tell us what they think Milo does. Oh shit! Okay, that's a great idea. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Let us know if you guys like the AI AI segment. I thought that was funny as all hell. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you guys didn't like it, and that's that's fine too. Uh, but let us know comment discord instagram twitter i don't fucking care pick something 
Spotify anchor, pick some. Tell messenger us. pigeon. I. You know what? If you sent me a messenger pigeon, color me fucking impressed. I might ship insane. myself back <laughs> as a messenger pigeon. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, guys, all the links. Just wherever you're listening to right now. Again, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, whatever. But hit the description, link tree. Everything is there. We're you know wherever sh- it is on the screen. I'm, I'm pointing to random places wherever that's at. Um, share with a friend. We we we'd love to have more people in our community, and um, yes. we appreciate you guys for listening uh, every 100%. every week. So thank you. Uh, other than that, that is it. Uh, have a great weekend and good luck in your games. I'm a little salty. We're recording this Thursday night. The Valentine's Day skins are not out. I cannot buy my Vice skin. They're not riot. What the fuck are you doing? That's we it. Live with the salty spittoon, dude. I just want that skin. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, guys. Until next week. Uh, you know, have a good weekend. Later, y'all. Happy Friday, everybody. My name is Dean. And my name is Tyler, and we're back once again to bring you a champion review. Champion review. We've got Karma and Maokai today. Yes, we do. Um, or is it going to be a four-hour episode? Probably. Stay tuned. Um, Channel your inner Ethan Klein. It'll be four hours. <laughs> It'll be four hours. But yeah, Karma and Maokai. Uh, two champion. Well, I know we've been we've talked about Maokai recently just because of his old ulti and how much we liked it. Yes. Um, and the name and such. So yes. Karma. I think we also. Well, I remember we were talking about Karma when we did the skin episode. And I, I was like, okay, all Karma skins are pretty good overall. But right. they were kind of like chromas, and they're kind of like kind of the same. Not necessarily chromas, but like there was one that was like monk karma, and then like. Oh, yeah. A lot of. They're like very similar. Same theme. Same yeah. theme. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see what's going on with her uh, in a moment. But of course, you know, guys, this Saturday, the 15th. We are going to be doing our live stream. You guys are probably getting sick of it. <laughs> uh, our giveaway RP stream. And we're still looking for a few people to fill the void on these teams. Um, we need a mid laner. We need, let's see, uh, for Azap's team, uh, we, we need a mid laner. And then for Thoticus's team, I think we need a jungler. He says he, uh, excuse me, Buddy Red said he might have a mid. So we, we need a jungler. Okay. So if you're all a jungler or a mid laner, uh, or if you just feel like playing for the hell of it, um, it. guys, in the in, in the description, hit the link tree. Uh, come join the Discord, and you know check out one of some of the suggestion channels, and that's where the uh, teams are. Uh, but yeah, that is April fifteenth, this Saturday, tomorrow, um, at noon PST. We're gonna be having some fun. We're gonna be doing some giveaways, and uh, it's gonna be awesome. So hope y'all can make it. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun when we did this last year, um, and this year having teams to to play against each other. Yeah, uh, I think it's going to be even more fun. So I'm excited. Yes, we'll be taking people, even people that join stream late. You, you guys will also be more than welcome to uh, join the teams. I'm sure there'll be people that want to rotate in and out. So yeah, definitely a thing. So happy to have you. And um, I guess without further ado, we can get on to uh, the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, let's uh let's break it down. Let's talk about karma. So karma. as always chat GPT. Karma is a versatile mage champion in the popular online game League of Legends. 
She has a unique playstyle that revolves around using her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies. Karma's kit consists of four abilities, Inner Flame, Heavenly Wave, Inspire, and Mantra. Inner Flame is her main damage dealing ability, which can be used to poke enemies from a distance. Heavenly Wave is an ability, a healing ability that also damages enemies in its path. Inspire is a shield ability that grants bonus movement speed to allies who are shielded. Finally, Mantra is Karma's ultimate ability, which enhances the effects of her other abilities and allows her to use them in more powerful ways. In terms of playstyle, Karma can be played as either a mid laner or support champion. In mid lane, she is often played as a poke and harass champion using Inner Flame to damage her opponents from a safe distance. In the support role, Karma is a strong lane bully who can use her abilities to both protect her ADC and harass the enemy bot lane. Overall, Karma is a versatile champion. I thought I was about to say overall, Karma is a versatile <laughs> champion in the popular online game. Like it was going to just repeat the same shit. Um, uh, Karma is a versatile champion who can adapt to a variety of playstyles and situations. Her abilities to both damage enemies and support her allies makes her a valuable pick in many team comps. Um, just thinking, like as I'm reading this, I'm kind of thinking about it. She kind of has an Ezreal vibe to me now. For me now, yeah, we yeah. talk about how Ezreal can build a shit ton of items. Right. Everyone remembers like tank Karma top. I think you could still go it. You like, could still do Iceborne. it. It's, it actually I, might be easier right now because there's not a lot of uh, bursty champions playing top lane right now. Like she's just she's a very annoying champion. Yeah, and actually what's funny is like it said mid or support, and I was just in the back of my head top. I just kept thinking, like, what about top lane tank karma? It's disgusting. Still a viable way to play around ARAM too. You just build a sheen item and yep. build tanky as hell hell. And you never die. That's it. The W's got the heal. You don't die near this annoying tank that has shields and burst damage and uh heals. Also for yourself, you can so. she can just she can push lanes really hard, especially yes. with her, her the Q. Yes, the it, power Q is really nice. It's very strong for pushing lanes. But let's uh, let's hop over here. So Karma, I was gonna say, I, th I think part of the function of what makes her so versatile is her ulti, and I know mm. we'll get to it in a minute. But I think that's what makes her um, so dissimilar to Ezreal. Ezreal's versatile for many other reasons. Um, I think he's a caster and whatnot. Karma is obviously a caster and not a traditional. Um... I should have specified I meant build pass. No, 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 no. You're 100 percent right, but like I think the thing that makes her versatile is is what her ult does to to augment her her other abilities and mm -hmm. and we'll get there. But I think that's like a very good uh, um, way to kind of overview her if that makes sense. Um, man, I should have had Ran on this episode. Ran loved playing Karma. Ran's um, a Karma connoisseur. She is. She is. So, let's see. Wait, wait. She's she going to pop in for her favorite skin, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab okay. her in a little bit to talk about her favorite skin. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. Um, Karma, I didn't even know she had, like, an old style, because I think she was changed pretty early on. Mm -hmm. um, if I could figure out what patch it has on here, I don't think it shows. But... Yeah, you want to start off with her passive, and I'll see if yeah. I can figure out when the hell she got changed. <laughs> yeah, old passive, inner flame. I think it's probably called the same thing. Uh, so. No, it isn't. All right, let's go. Inner flame. Karma gains 0.3 to 1.3 based on level. Bonus ability power for every 1% missing health. Was it... Was it... Um, Vagar's old passive was like... He got mana regen based on... Oh, it was missing mana, I think. 
yeah, it seems yeah. like a very copy and paste like passive. Oh yeah, very old school style fucking passive. <laughs> it kind of uh, sucks though. I don't. I mean, I guess it's kind of like an Olaf thing. The yeah. lower health he gets, the stronger she, whatever. I'm like, eh, okay, we've seen that. So thank God they changed it. Right. And uh, I do current wa- past. Oh, as I, said, I do just want to mention. So it says patch 3.5 was her full rework, but it's also considered a full relaunch. So I don't know that she was actually ever launched in um, in this older form. Like I don't know that this actually ever came to the game uh, outside of a like a PBE or like a like a beta environment because it, there's no patch before that. It just says 3.5 full relaunch for Karma. And there's new stuff, but it doesn't look like she existed before then. Well, she had to have. If if she's on our list of release dates. Yeah, know. I'm going to look and see when this patch was done. Keep going. I'll look and see when this patch was done and, when, and then compare it to her release date. But yeah, it's okay. very it's very weird. All right. So current passive, Gathering Fire, which I never realized the the icon is the thingies that's that are floating behind her, whatever the fuck those things are on her shoulders. Oh, I don't. They look like little dragons. I don't know. I'm not sure what those are. Yeah, I don't. It's a good question. But yeah, I just realized that the icon for Gathering Fire are those things. So okay, today you learned. That makes um, sense. So, Gathering Fire, innate, Mantra, her ultimate, current cooldown is reduced by 5 seconds for each enemy champion hit by Karma's damaging abilities. Uh, So, I mean, it's very simple. They changed it. I do remember it used to count auto attacks. Yes. But it was auto attacks and abilities were each like 1 second. Yeah. And then changing it, getting rid of the auto attacks, it's solely abilities, 5 seconds. It's big. Um, I really like this considering I think her ulti is on a really short cooldown anyways. We'll get to it. But um, it's it's very straightforward. And it, again, it revolves her, her ulti, if you even call it an ulti, is the big thing for her kit. So having that, having a mechanic around that to reduce, make sure that's up more frequent. Yep. I think is, is always a always a cool thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yes. And I did look at what the name of... They look like um, almost like a yin yang kind of dragon. Okay. Um, it is called a mantle of decorum. That's what uh, kind of floats behind her. Um, so like an Ionian kind it's of. A, I think it's a Kathkani thing. So she that's where that's her ancestry is Kathkani. Um, she's interesting because she is the spirit of. Ionia? Yeah, that's like the the best way to put it. So she's like she this is the human embodiment of the spirit of what is. So it says she's a living embodiment of an ancient soul reincarnated countless times, carrying all her accumulated memories into each new life and blessed with power that few can comprehend. So yeah, even comprehending what the fucking thing is on her head, you know. So is, it, <laughs> is she like like the avatar? She, yeah, kind of. Except I mean I think the avatar loses his their memory whenever they get reborn to I whatever think, yeah, bending. Yeah, I think so. Uh, but okay, she she remembers. All right. So, okay, confirmed. Karma's avatar. Karma avatar bucket. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's uh move down to her old queue. It was called Heavenly Wave. And so she was released in 2011. Uh the full relaunch was 2 years later in 2013, but I just I can't find any patch notes. She had to have existed. 
Look it's at the, very look, weird. If there, um, I mean, there's a champion spotlight with these abilities. Right. So. No, no, no. You're 100% right. It's just yeah. very weird because there's like no real notes that show anything. It's it's like they fucking scrubbed her from the internet. And like the Law of Wiki has a lot of this information, but it doesn't have any of the old patch notes or anything like that. So it's just strange. But um, anyways, back, back to her old Q, Heavenly Wave. Uh, it says, active, Karma sends forth a wave of hidden blades from her fans, dealing magic damage to all enemies in a cone in front of her. Uh, Mantra cast, uh, Heavenly Wave also heals Karma and her allies in the cone. Well, that would have been pretty gross. Uh, it did 70 to 270, plus 60% AP. Magic damage of the heal was 35 to 135, plus 5% missing health, plus an extra additional 2% per 100 AP of missing health so you can actually heal a lot on that that's pretty gross she like katana from mortal Kombat, throwing her kind of what it looks like dude that's kind of what it looks like to me that's what i would i um just above it where it has the champion spotlight i'm just looking at what that ability looked like it literally looks like talon's old rake oh really talon yeah this like throws out in like a cone the blades it looked very similar to that very interesting very interesting ability to have a heal on it it's a very interesting ability. Freak's voice in that champion spotlight is... I know. Wow. He sounds like he was sicker than a dog recording this thing. Um, <laughs> her her new Q, current Q, I guess, uh, is called Inner Flame. Uh, Inner Flame, Karma fires a bolt in the target direction that explodes on the first enemy hit, dealing magic damage to nearby enemies and slowing them by 35% for one and a half seconds. Uh, magic damage is 70 to 270 with a 40% AP ratio. Soul Flare is her uh, augmented ability from Mantra, her ulti. Um, the Mantra bonus, Inner Flame, deals increased damage and fires a larger bolt that also explodes at max range. The explosion creates a field for one and a half seconds that slows enemies within by 50%, which then ruptures to deal magic damage. Uh, Soul Flare scales with Mantra's rank. So this ability gets stronger the more levels you have in her ulti we'll get back there in a second so the bonus magic damage you get so on top of the 70 plus 270 with the 40 percent ap or 70 to 270 with a 40 percent ap ratio you can get 40 to 220 with a 30 percent ap ratio on the bonus and then you would get 35 to 350 with a 60 percent ap ratio on the like the rupture the rupture mm-hmm. piece um bonus magic damage total would no well i'm not reading that they just did fucking math and didn't math it together so fuck that that's stupid (laughs) um so yeah very interesting i do like that when you use the mantra version it does go max range and then Mm -hmm. instead of um instead of the you know the, the regular version if you don't hit anything it just disappears and fades off into nothingness so again this is I mean, we'll, we'll, obviously, we're about to talk about the W, but, like, the empowered Q is so fucking annoying. Uh, that thing, yeah, if she's full AP, thing hits like a fucking truck. Uh, and then it's like an iceborne size uh, field, slow yep. field. Yep. So you're almost, if you get hit, if it hits you direct on, uh, directly on, you're going to take the second part of it without, uh, as long as you're standing on it and getting flat, or it, unless you, like, flash. But... Um, especially before you have boots. Once right. you have boots, no. you might be able to escape it. But like, without boots, you're probably taking that that rupture damage. Yeah, it's it's oh man, it's so annoying. <laughs> it it's hurts. really fucking annoying. <laughs> All 
All right, let's move on to her W, old W, Spirit Bond. Active, Karma creates a tether between herself and a target ally or a target enemy for up to five seconds, breaking if the target becomes stealthed. That's a very specific right. thing. Okay, affected allies gain bonus movement speed while affected enemies are slowed and take magic damage. Any champion, whether ally or enemy, who walks through the tether is granted the same movement speed modifier for three seconds. And then the Mantra Spirit Bond grants twice its movement speed modifier. Seems like a like a hex gate from Jace if you walk through it. Right. It seems weird that you would have that for something that tethers to an enemy. But okay. Uh, magic damage was 80 to 305 with a 70% AP ratio. That is pretty That thing hurts. Fat. Movement speed was a uh, 10 to 20%, and then the mantra movement speed was just doubled, so it was 20 to 40%. Now, I'm curious, did, did they take, and maybe I'll have to watch the spotlight, did they take uh, damage as soon as it connected, or did it take damage when it ends? Like, does Tether have to complete in order for them to take damage, or does it do damage when it connects? I'm going to watch the spotlight for that to, to yeah, show Yeah, I'm up. watching it. <laughs> Let's see. Weird. She could do it to minions. Yeah, it is very strange. But you can't. It looks like they take damage at the beginning of it. But I. So it's like if she, if she walks around. She can like if she attached it to a minion, she can like. Oh, weird. Oh, you can do it to a ward too. Wow, Freak. that was actually. Use it on a fucking f- champion, dude. Weird. Okay. Yeah, they don't. Very, they don't ever use it on a champion, so you can't really see. Well, not like there's health bars, anyways, for you to see. So. <laughs> uh, all right. Weird. Moving on to current W. Uh, focused resolve. Active karma deals magic damage to the target enemy champion or monster and forms a tether between her and them for two seconds, during which they are revealed. If the tether is not broken by the end of the duration, the target is dealt the same magic damage again and is rooted for a duration, during which they are revealed. And then the mantra bonus renewal focus resolves root duration is increased. And then karma heals for 17% plus 1% per 100 AP of her missing health. Once on, uh, once on cast. And again, once the tether lasts its full duration of the target or the target dies while tethered, uh, renewal scales with mantras rank. I did not realize it does it a second time. I always would do it at the beginning. Um, I would I I I've never noticed the second heal pop. Neither did I. Um, I mean, obviously it, it it's dog shit AP scaling with the one percent for for the heal at least. Sure, but seventeen percent flat is pretty fucking big. Right. Um. I mean, if you're if you're ten percent HP, this thing is healing you. Th- this skill is why tank karma was so busted. Slap a spirit visage on her. Yeah, she, you ain't dying. She ain't dying. Right, right. As long as she has um, mantra up, she's not using it to Q you. She's poking you with Q, and she's using W to heal her instead. So, so let's see. Uh, magic damage sense. was 40 to 140, 45% AP ratio, and then the total damage is doubled. Yep. Uh, and then the root duration scaled was 1.4 to 2 seconds, and then the total root duration, uh, weird, was... You just get an extra... Half second, half second to one yeah. and a quarter second. So, yeah. I don't know why they didn't just put the math together on this particular one. But, you know, whatever, I guess. <laughs> uh, other other thing I feel like we always got to mention when we're talking about tethers. Remember, invulnerabilities like Fizz backflip 
or uh, help me out. What's another one? Uh, Vladimir, Pool, Vladimir Pool. Yeah, yes. anything that makes you invulnerable, it will still latch on to you. Yes, if it, as long as it connects before you become untargetable um, or invulnerable, um, it stays. Now, Zonians, you might be able to wait out the time. How long does that have to land be on there for? Two seconds, yeah. Two seconds. If, they, if they Zonias, they're gonna because Zonias, what is it a second and a half or two, two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, so half. Zonias, it'll it'll pass and you'll be fine. Um, at least for taking damage and being rooted, that is. But you're still you're rooting yourself, so maybe they're getting what they want. I don't know, but <laughs> um, most most of those things, Vladpool, depending on when he does it, he could still be stunned, right? Yeah, I just don't think he takes damage from it or maybe takes it maybe it does take the damage from it i think he might take the second secondary damage yeah yeah so um the only thing that really saves you from taking the damage is zonia's but that's not really the best option if you're if you're good yeah, at, you don't at, want to waste it on that no no if you're good at timing it um the spell shield um can block the application and the damage but not the after effects of something that's already applied so that's kind of nuts. The best thing you can do is just fucking run away, and it's hard because she has the shield, which we're about to get into. Um, but let me start with the old E, the soul shield. Um, active, Karma shields herself or the target ally for five seconds. Um, shield strength was 80 to 280 with an 80% AP ratio. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Mantra, soul shield sends forth a burst of energy, dealing magic damage <laughs> to enemy units around her target. And it would do magic damage the same as the shield, so that's pretty fucking disgusting. Um, her current E is called Inspire. Active Karma grants a shield to herself or the target ally champion for two and a half seconds, as well as 40% bonus movement speed for one and a half seconds. And that's what I'm talking about. You press W and then you E yourself as Karma, and they're not running away from you. You're going to land the, uh, the root. Now, the question is, is it worth landing the route? Is it worth chasing them down? Or is it saying, you know what? I don't need to land that one. I just got I got the initial point of damage, and maybe I don't want to run into uh, the enemy team just to get a root off, you know? So you do have to make a decision. Um, the mantra-empowered E is called Defiance. Um, Inspire's shield strength is increased. Inspire spreads to surrounding allied champions at 30% effectiveness. Secondary targets receive 12% bonus movement speed. Uh, so it is a very good go button axe similar to Shirelia's. Um, you alt E and everybody gets a shield and everybody runs. It's, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's a pretty broken ability that you can just like, boom, my whole team has a fucking fat shield now. And, and it's, now it's not a small speed. shield. Right. Like it says it's 30% effectiveness, but like, let's put it this way. The shield strength for the, the, the base is 80 to 240 with a 45% AP ratio. So the bonus shield is you're getting an extra 25 to 175 with a 45% AP ratio. So you're doubling up on your AP ratio. Uh, and then everyone else is getting 30% of that. So the reduced bonus shield, um, I think everybody's getting the shield. It looks like the... Uh, see, that doesn't make sense. It's, it's a 24 30% to... Effectiveness. It says 7.5%. The 57 plus 13 and a half percent AP. Oh, here we go. Okay, the, the reduced total shield 24 to 72 plus, depending on Mantra's rank, seven and a half to 52 and a half plus 27 percent total AP. So that's still a decent 
least size shield, especially because everybody probably doesn't need it, you know? And if you're, you're having, um, redemption, McHale's, anything, any, uh, right. ardent sensor staff of flowing water is really good really on her. Really good on her movement speed um, and AP. And just all the shield bonuses. Like yeah. it's, 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 it's juicy. So yeah, and, and the reason you use this is typically not to shield your whole team, but it's more for the movement speed. So yeah, you like we got a dip, or I mean, <laughs> like if you if you feel like someone's, I feel like it's really hard to dive a karma as like a, with a support. Like oh okay, I'm just gonna give my me my my ally here a shield and movement speed to. I don't know. You I have to yeah. be like a full engage like an Alistair who's who's gonna incapacitate her from casting any uh, spells or anything like that or. A blitzcrank maybe that like you have to take her away from everybody else and then she becomes um if she's in the support role she becomes uh much more vulnerable but if she's in a mage role or like a solo lane role she's she's not as vulnerable as she seems <laughs> i don't know it's tough though if like if blitzcrank if blitzcrank pulls her i mean she could just empower w heal herself and then just dip so it's i feel like it's all even it's still a little bit harder to well the the pull, I think, stuns, and then you get the knock-up, and she still can't do anything, and then you can ulti, and she still can't do anything while people are able to wail on her. It's only after That's, that. So it's like two it seconds. Depends. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on... <laughs> it depends how, on how... timing and how you can layer the CC. And like, like I said, you have to... You really need to incapacitate her from casting. So you need not a root, but you need a stun or a knockback or a knock-up. Uh, just something that doesn't allow her to do anything. If she can't do anything... <laughs> You could kick her ass, but if she can still do things, it's it's tough. Right. Let's move on to her ulti. Yes. Mantra, active, uh, older ulti. Uh, Karma empowers her next ability to grant it an additional effect. Karma restores stores a mantra charge every few seconds, up to a maximum of two stored at once. Karma begins with one rank in Mantra, and she innately increases it at level 7 and 13. Interesting. So she had charges uh, 30, 25, and 20. That's kind of broken if you could just use them one after another. Right. I wonder if, like, well, what's the cooldown? Okay, I was going to be like, I wonder if you could stack the shields, but the cooldowns wouldn't make sense with that. Um, Current yeah. Mantra, car, uh, active Karma empowers her next ability within 8 seconds for an additional effect. Here we go. Mantra can be used while affected by cast inhibiting crowd control. So she could at least prep the R and then hit the ability once, whenever she's not stunned or silenced or whatever. Right. Uh, and then Karma begins the game with one rank in Mantra, her empowered ability scale based on a Mantra's rank. So, yeah, I mean, we, there's nothing else there. It's, it's, uh, so it's, oh, it's 40 to 34 seconds and then. Uh, gets reduced by five seconds every time uh, you hit an enemy champion with an ability. Again, that makes it her really. I mean, a lane bully, wherever. Uh, it just makes her double annoying as a support because she just gets the free harass and then she's like, "Oh, cool, my my ulti's up. <laughs> right. I'm just gonna keep wailing on you." So yeah, it's. I mean, that's karma. That that's yeah. I mean, there's not too much to say there. Um... I just gotta go, you know, to our age-old question. Ran, yeah. you mirror? Man, right, I'm getting, I'm getting the boss. It's a, this is a tough one too because she actually has some good ones in here. Shit. Best player yeah, you gotta, you gotta tell us what. Okay. What skin, right? Yeah, yeah. What's your favorite karma skin? I like that one. Sun Goddess. I do like. That one. Which one? Dude, Sun Goddess is since they reworked it. 
this time. It was the next one. Order of the Lotus? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Order of the Lotus was good, but Sun Goddess, since they made it, like, they, they fixed it, it looks um, so much fucking better. I know, um, yeah, I mean, her newest one is really fucking good. Dark Star is so good, though. Dark Star is really good. So is Winter. I like Winter Wonderland. Or Winter Wonder. I always like the Winter one. I like uh, Ruined. I think that one might be my favorite. Ruined? Uh, Ruined is pretty the cool, one too. The next to it, to the left, looks really similar. Odyssey? Odyssey? Yeah, I like both of those. Oh, Dawnbringer. Really That's what I was saying, is like, all her skins really are, I think, overall pretty good. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, Warden? Warden's just kind of eh. The, the Warden line just kind of sucks. Like that skin line. <laughs> yeah. Tranquility okay. Dragon's really cool, too. Yeah, but they're all really good. There's the, my problem, and I think we've talked about this, is there's like three or four skins where she's sitting with like cross legs and like a praying pose. It's like, no, yeah, you, like, that's for sure. Something like, fucking else. It's like, okay, so she's like. We get it. She's you know, kind sitting, of like cross legged. Yeah. Sitting, cross legged. <laughs> sitting, cross legged. It's kind of. There's a theme, but I mean. Right. She's like she's a monk, right, or something right. like similar. Holy, she's for, spirit, yeah, she's she's gonna be a uh, holy. She kind of uh, embodies a lot of like Buddhism or um, Ionia. Kind of embodies a lot of like rural, uh, ancient Eastern, or even like Native American um, ideals and in, in, in spirituality. If that makes sense, like a lot of Ionian champions have that, like. Uh, Yasuo is an Ionian champion and he embodies like old samurai um, <clears throat> Ribbon's Ionian, an Ionian champion that embodies like the old warrior spirit of of like a, a Native American tribe um, and Karma is kind of like I almost would want to call her like a shaman because she kind of has that kind of feel you know sure. um, and Sun Goddess obviously really grounds that idea almost like a um a Mayan version of that, you know? So she's weaving the sun, dude. She is. I mean, it's a really, have you seen the old ones? The old sun goddess? Oh, yeah. Let's go take a look. Really it's quick. the first one is so fucking bad. <laughs> and then they redid it. The second one. It's that, still so fucking bad. Uh, that one almost looks offensive. That's the what I'm saying. Sun That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's it's not good. Oof. Oof, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So so that's karma. Um let's talk take a break to talk about Spotify and then we will hop into Maokai. All right. All right. You want to read are us back our boy yes. ChatGPT. <coughs> ChatGPT was asked to tell us about Maokai, and it responded, Sure, Maokai is a tanky champion in League of Legends. I'm surprised it didn't say the popular, popular. online game, League of Legends. Uh, Maokai is a tanky champion in League of Legends who is often played in the top lane or as a support. He is known for his ability to engage in team fights, soak up damage, and provide crowd control for his team. So far, really good. Maokai's abilities are centered around his passive, Sap Magic, which allows him to periodically heal himself when he deals or receives damage. His Q ability, Bramble Smash, deals damage in a small area and slows enemies hit by it. His W ability, Twisted Advance, allows him to quickly dash towards an enemy champion and root them in place. 
His E ability, Sapling Toss, lets him throw a sapling that will seek out and explode on nearby enemies, dealing damage and slowing them. Finally, his ultimate ability, Nature's Grasp, creates a line of thorny vines that damage and root all enemies hit. <coughs> Maokai's playstyle was focused on being a frontline tank for his team. He can initiate fights with his W ability and lock down high priority targets with his root and ultimate. He can also protect his allies by using his Q ability to slow down enemies and his ultimate to create create a zone of control. In the laning phase, Maokai is known for being a durable and hard-to-kill champion who can sustain himself in lane with his passive. Overall, Maokai is a great pick for teams who need a tanky champion who can engage in teamfights and provide crowd control. Th that's like an 85%. Yeah, I don't know about it's... healing when he's hit, but... Yeah, it's... I think it's getting a little bit of the of the old kit mixed in with the new kit. Mm -hmm. So, all right, well let's let's find out. Let's uh, we'll talk about boy. yeah, old old tree guy. Malachi is actually he's a really fucking fun champion to play. Um, no, he's awesome, and he was reworked. Um, what the fuck? It seems like so long ago now. So like 2016. Are we talking about like when they when Zach got updated and Sejuani got changed? I think that's when it was, right? It was the tank mid season tank update. Um, yeah, I think so. I, I want to say it was yeah patch seven point nine. Okay, so set, patch season seven. Okay, and this was released. Yeah, season twenty seventeen. Uh, um, I don't see a day on here, but yeah, so it changed a lot about him and. We will find out exactly what those changes are. So, previous passive, Sap Magic. Maokai draws energy from spells cast in his vicinity, gaining a charge whenever a nearby champion or himself uses an ability. Stacks up to five times. Upon reaching five charges, Maokai's next basic attack consumes them all to heal him for five, six, or seven percent based on level maximum health. Um, mm, okay, I briefly remember that. I, I do I do vaguely remember that. Um, his current passive... Now, still called Sat Magic, but now reads differently. And eight. Periodically, Maokai empowers his next basic attack to have an uncancelable windup and heal him for 4 to 34 based on level, plus 4 to 12% based on level maximum health after a quarter second delay. Each time Maokai casts an ability, hits at least one enemy champion or epic monster with sapling toss, or is struck by an enemy's ability, Sat Magic's cooldown is reduced by 4 seconds, modified to 1.5. If he is hit by a large monster's basic attack or ability. Sap Magic resets Maokai's basic attack timer and will not trigger if he is above 95% max health. I did not know that last part. And I did not realize that Sapling Toss, um, not only casting it reduces the cooldown, but, but hitting, hitting an enemy reduces I did not realize that either. They changed that. That's why Maokai was, like, earlier in the season was just all every fucking where. Because it made his and and when he gets hit by a jungle creature, it reduces it. Yeah. Um. They changed all that rather recently, and right. it that's why, you know, unfortunately, Chat GPT didn't say he was a jungler, but like that's where he's exclusively being played right now. Right. He's not as good a support at the moment that he was a season or two ago, but uh, still a pretty fucking strong champion. Actually, a good champion to have around after he was absent for so long. Mm -hmm. I mean, I after always they, liked him. Yeah. After they reworked him for a little bit, he was kind of MIA. Um, it, it took a it took a good season for him to get regular play, but it wasn't it wasn't like pro or high low play. It was just regular play. And now he's, I feel like in the past couple of years he's had a, a reemergence. 
I moved on to his old Q Arcane Smash. Uh, Maokai releases like an Arcane Shockwave in the target direction, dealing magic damage to all enemies it passes through, slowing them for one and a half seconds, and knocking back all enemies near Maokai. So this was uh, magic damage was 70 to 250 with a 40% AP ratio, and the slow was 20 to 48%. And then current uh, Q, Bramble Smash. Maokai sends a shockwave in the target direction that deals magic damage to enemies hit and slows them for 99% for a quarter second. Bramble Smash deals bonus magic damage to monsters. Enemies near Maokai are also stunned for half second and knocked back up to 300 units based on their proximity to him. And again, this is was another big thing that they changed to make him viable in the jungle is... His Q does so much fucking damage to the jungle creeps. Yeah. It's like, for the longest time, everyone was maxing the fucking saplings. because right. sa Saplings really... But no, you, you max this shit. This is like, you your jungle clear is so insane. Um, So, and plus they, they changed the damage on it. Because prior, it was just flat magic damage. Right. Um, well, it, it still is, but the way... So, it's a 70 to 270 plus 2 to 4% of target's maximum health, plus 40 AP. So, of course, they, you know, tanks need a little extra oomph. That's the max health um, damage it is. <laughs> yeah, and then plus the, does it tell me, oh, yeah, the bonus monster damage um, is 100 to 180. And then is that with, okay, so with the percentages, it's capped. So right. it's whatever percentage. So maxed out, you can do 450 um to the mo oh that no that's with that's with the base the, and then you add in the percentage you add it so, got yeah. it yep 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 okay so it's it's good it's, no it's but. pretty pretty disgusting I mean being able to do four seven four fifty base to a monster that works on like dragon and baron it's a nice uh chunk of burst for a champion that doesn't have a whole lot of burst I yeah I believe it's capped they can't just if it was not capped you imagine doing like four percent of baron's health um it's every Q patch notes here somewhere I'm pretty sure I. I Pretty positive. Whether they are a jungler or not, any champions that do max health, a lot of them, they cap, have yeah. to limit it. Um, I'm trying to think, like, how much is Baron? I'm curious now. And they just reduced the the uh, bonus monster damage too recently. Thirteen point one B. Um, I want to see. Hold on, I'm trying case. to see what, how much. So okay, so. He spawns at Baron spawns at nine thousand health, and then it's a hundred. How much is it? Hundred and eighty health every minute after that. So let's do some quick math. What's what's four percent of nine thousand? Um, that's like four. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to do quick math in my head. Ten percent would be nine hundred and sixty. Okay, four percent of nine thousand three hundred sixty. Now, if he's level eighteen, the game is probably. At about 30 minutes, right? Baron, yeah, sure. Baron spawns at 20, and he gains how much health per level? 180. So he's going to gain an extra 1,800 health, right? So he's got, let's say, 10,800 health at 30 minutes, where Maokai's going to be... at least have this ability maxed out so if he's playing 400. jungle. Right, so times 0.04. It's like a 432. That's just the max health aspect. That's not factoring in if he has demonic for... Uh, uh, some extra AP, obviously. And I'm not factoring in the burn, but yeah, four three. Remember the bur the burn is capped on monsters, right? Uh, that's so why that I'm, like, I'm not going to factor that in because that's just extra weird. But yeah, four thirty two plus four fifty, which is the base, 
And then if he has that, he probably has about 100 AP, so I'd say just an extra 40 make it flat. So that's about 922 damage you could burst Baron with one ability. About 30 um, minutes. That's pretty gross. I'm trying to see... Is his Q capped, though? I didn't see it anywhere that says capped. So, at that point, he does about 8.5% of Baron's max health. All that factor. I'm trying to. So hold on, I, I want to find this out because I'm gonna be curious if there's a cap at how much damage he can do the monsters. I don't think he. There's no way you're. He's doing a thousand damage. The the mat we did the okay, math correctly. Bramble smashes damage based on targets health ratios capped at nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine against non champions. Nine thousand. Nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine. It's capped at that. That doesn't make sense. Uh, he should never be able to do that much damage anyways. That's what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm kind of confused now. Um, I don't think they capped it. Cause I, when I click on the details, it doesn't have anything else on there. I'm just I'm loading up a game right now just to see what yeah. it says on the tooltip. Because I'm like, like, there's no shot. I want to <laughs> say a lot of the time, the these abilities... Like, I think... Um, I'm trying to think of another champion that has like a, like a max health like basic ability like that. Like... Um, against jungle creeps because like again like you know some top laners have like orange brittle or whatever like obviously orange not a jungler but if he was if it was uncapped let's see uh man does it not monster damage does it not have a cap there's no, no this, fucking I don't see a cap, way dude. I'm looking there's no way I want to um looking. I'm going to try something here. So I'm, I'm in practice tool. If you guys are watching, if you're not watching, go watch. I'm going to max myself up to level 18. Wait. I'm going to... Dual Shockers from February 22nd, 2023. It said... And this was patch 13.4. Um, fucking claws. That's, okay, so Maokai will also be hit even harder by nerf to his primary damage item. Demonic, oh, no, it's just Demonic Embrace. All right, give me, give me your opinion. This, does this build seem reasonable? Uh, Demonic, Jack Show, Sunfire, Spirit Visage, and then uh, yes. Abyssal Mask. Yes. So full tank Maokai. Um, level, this me... very reasonable. Oh, yeah, I didn't even mention like with Abyssal Mask and lowering MR, even of the creeps, I believe, or the jungle monsters. Okay, let's see. So I'm, I spawn the Baron. I'm in practice tool. The Baron has nine thousand one hundred eighty health. I'm gonna do one Q. It did five hundred and forty-two. So okay. does that sound right? Five forty-two. How much uh, MR does Baron have? Uh, seventy. And seventy reduces thirty-five percent, I think. I'm just trying to see if this makes sense. Well, because the math we were doing, you said it was like over a thousand, right? Uh, almost. So, it was like nine eighty two. Okay, so there, there is some kind of. 
Um, man, I'm trying to. Oh god. Oh god. What? The post mitigation damage is fucking ridiculous. So, at a hundred magic resist, you're reducing fifty percent. So you're probably about seventy, reducing about. Let's see, twenty five magic resistance reduces twenty percent. Okay. So yeah, you're probably reducing a, at seventy, a, somewhere around forty percent. So forty. You said it did five sixty two. That's at full health. Like okay, this is I'm confused now. Because I did, when I you say it did five sixty two. When I it it differs because when I hit Baron at full health, mm-hmm. it it's different. I'm so confused now. I know we were having this issue the other time I was on. What the fuck? What other champion were we doing? Where I was like, this doesn't make sense. Um, hit it. I I got two seventy one. I hit it again two fifty nine. It's giving me different numbers two fifty nine. I'm so confused. Two fifty nine. Why am I getting weird. different numbers when it's full? It's not. Current oh, oh you're gonna get you're gonna get different numbers from Baron because it's uh putting its um debuff on you. Oh damage, I'm damage debuff. Taking from Baron. Less damage. Got it, got it, got it, okay. Okay, well then here, let me go into the jungle creep. Let so yeah, see. no, nine thirty nine hundred and thirty seven damage would be what you would do, because if you reduce by about forty percent, you're getting five sixty two. So that that's about right. That's that sounds right. So it, so yeah, okay. that's just an extremely fucking strong ability. <laughs> Weird. It never feels like it's that strong in game. It doesn't, but good to know uh-huh. that's fucking pretty fucking strong. Weird. Okay. Obviously, kinda... Baron's gonna be the the biggest fucking case of it, right? Um, Dragon might be a better a better test subject just because uh, it doesn't it doesn't reduce your damage that you do to it. All right. Well, what, whatever. Either uh, way, Maokai's a strong, strong jungler. Very strong jungler, and uh, that Q does a lot to fucking uh, jungle creep. So, if you're playing him jungle, max that bitch. <laughs> yep. But all right, let's move down to Twisted Advance. I think this is one of his. Uh, besides Sapling Toss, this is one of his flagship abilities, and this is one of my favorites because um, he becomes completely untargetable, and he can zoom through anything, similar to like a Vladpool. But he can also zoom for fucking ever if someone tries to flash away. So, uh, Old Twisted Advance reads, Active, Maokai dashes to the target enemy, becoming untargetable for the duration, dealing magic damage on arrival, capped at 300 against minions and monsters, and briefly rooting them. Magic damage was 9-13% to of target's max health, plus 3% per 100 AP. Root duration scaled from 1-2 to two seconds. Um, current iteration of Twisted Advance says Maokai dashes to enemy target while being untargetable. Upon arrival, he deals magic damage and roots them for a duration. That read almost exactly the same. Doesn't show a cap for for anything, though. Because it doesn't do percent damage right. anymore. Right, it does 60 to 160 base with a 40% AP ratio. Um, again, it, you're not using it for damage. You're using it for the fucking root, uh, which scales 1 to 1.4 seconds based on rank. Um, this is a really good way to get out of like Vagar Cage for free he's mm-hmm. like oh yeah he, he drops it on you and then you just twist it advance to him and, and laugh because you didn't put me in there <laughs> interesting the details say he will stop dashing if the target is too far away the moment the dash begins 
I've had some pretty sus twisted advances. I, I wonder if it just has to do like if it's like immediately if mm. they if they get too far like if they if they pre um uh I guess predict that that you're gonna use that ability or whatever, and so they flash kind of at the same time you use it, then he probably stops dashing. But I know that like it, once he starts, um you can flash or. Poppy, you're going on you a journey. Away. Yeah, you're, he, he'll take you. He'll go. It's kind of like a Kali uh, E. She just goes forever and ever, and it's very similar. Um, it does say a dash without applying effects. If target's too far away or moves beyond two thousand units, so uh, two thousand units is pretty far. So you're you're gonna go on a far journey. Not quite as far as a Kali, but fuck it. I was just looking, and uh, his uh, I I think I like this old voice better than his new voice. Although his new voice. Sounds more like uh, Treebeard from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Uh, his old voice was uh, bigger, uh, grander. Um, it kind of instilled more of a fear. Although Maokai, being from the Shadow Isles, is not um, inherently like a like a creepy character, a scary character, like most Shadow Isles characters are. He's a uh, like a savior of the Shadow Isles, if I remember correctly. But well, he was he was, there from... he was a part of the the Blessed Isles. Right. Then... Say so he was there from the beginning. Yeah, he's not inherently evil. <laughs> he's he's just right. pissed that his homeland, yeah, was destroyed by uh, Viego. <laughs> All right. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to his E. Uh, sapling toss, old E. Active Maokai flings a sapling. To the target location remaining there and granting sight around himself itself. Upon spotting an enemy, the sapling chases them up to two and a half seconds, exploding upon impact, or at the end of the duration, dealing magic damage to all enemies, uh, nearby enemies upon detonation, and slowing by fifty percent for one second. Um. Yeah. I mean, this is one of his most annoying fucking abilities. Yes, and it's um, even more annoying now. Yeah. So you- <laughs> Current, this is, again, another reason he's such a good jungler. Uh, current sapling toss. Maokai flings a sapling to the target location, granting sight of the area. Once landing, a sapling remains stationary for 30 seconds or until it reacts to the first visible enemy, chasing them up to two and a half seconds. The sapling explodes upon colliding with an enemy or when it expires, dealing magic damage to near, uh, nearby enemies capped at 300 against non-champions and slowing them by 45% for two seconds. A sapling placed in brush instead lasts for 30 plus 2.5% of his bonus HP seconds, deals double damage to, uh, to struck non-minion targets uh, over three bursts and slows them by 45% plus 1% per 100 bonus health plus one percent per 100 ap as well as reveals them for three seconds the first instance of damage is dealt in ten um instantly and the second and third instances occur each at three quarter seconds thereafter the total damage is capped at 600 against non-champions and then it says see pets for more deal details on saplings uh so yeah again they the when they introduced the whole brush thing that was another reason they made he was such a good support you just line the fucking river brushes yep. or, or the lane brushes. Um, since then, I mean, they they nerf the AP ratios a lot, and they they put in these health bonuses. Where, yep. I mean, if you have like five thousand HP on Maokai or something, and you're you're 
the homies are are lasting for a very long fucking time in brushes. Yes. Um. Yeah. You just litter the whole fucking map with them, and it again it. They've nerfed the damage on it, but it's just so fucking annoying to just, like, walk into a brush and then you get hit by a Maokai. I'm like, oh, well, I guess the whole fucking map sees me now. And now I'm like, oh, cool. I don't know where to go now because I'm revealed. Like, I remember uh, the amount of kills I would just mm-hmm. pick up being support by throwing them in the enemy's jungle. Um, there's that, that bush at the entrance. Uh, if you're playing, If you're playing blue side... Yeah, if you're playing blue side and you're looking up at the enemy's blue buff, there's that brush at the entrance. Or there's their tri-brush, and you can toss them over the wall into that. And just in case, you know, like, oh, you know, if this if this Zack thinks he's going to come through here, he's going to get hit by a sapling first, so I should know about it. Um, or But, like, you could pick up, I don't know, Zin Chao's just running through the jungle after clearing Gromp, and he he's uh, maybe just trying to get away. And like, oh, he ran right into a sapling, and now he's dead. That poor bastard. <clears throat> disgusting especially with mandate the extra damage you would get just from it having a slow it was pretty gross so they they had to do something about that because it was way too easy to pick up stray kills almost like you were firing a jinx rocket cross map or an ezreal cross map just to fire it you know here's something interesting i had no idea clicking on details the sapling movement speed is based on his boots oh shit i didn't know that so saplings have a base movement speed of 400 increase ba- based on Maokai's boots. So when he buys normal boots, that becomes the sapling speed becomes 425. Uh, Berserker Greaves, Ionians, Mercs, Plated Steel Caps, and Sorks will be 445. And then Boots of Swiftness and a Mobility Boots will be 460. I had no idea. Build mobility Boots on Maokai. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're trolling if you build Mobies on Maokai. Like, speed is good, but Moby's not good for a frontline tank like that. <laughs> he's, he's, he's not a, he's an engager, but he's not a flanker, if that makes sense. They, they do, they offer nothing for you. So, please don't do that. But I could see a world where you might build Swifties, although uh, more often than not, you're probably building Mercs or Steel Caps. If you're trying to go with more damage, you Ionians. might build Sorks. Say Ionians, man, you need cooldown reduction. You can really make a case for Swifties, Sorks, Mercs, Steel Caps, or Ionians. Um, if you're building Zerkers or Mobies, <laughs> you're griefing. <laughs> like, I don't know what else to tell you. You're griefing. <laughs> but, alright, all right, on to the ulti, and uh, this old ulti, we loved the name of it, uh, Vengeful Maelstrom. Um, active, Maokai creates a magical vortex around himself for up to 10 seconds, reducing non-turret damage dealt to himself and allies in the vortex by 20% for the duration and storing double the amount absorbed capping at Vengeful Maelstrom's base damage. At the end of its duration, or upon reactivating Vengeful Maelstrom, Maokai detonates the Vortex, dealing magic damage to all nearby enemies. Minimum magic damage was 100 to 200, plus 50% AP. <coughs> Excuse me, AP. Max was 200 to 400, plus 50% AP. So it wasn't used for damage, it was used for damage reduction, um, and team damage reduction. It had a range of 475, so it wasn't a very big range, like you really had to be clumped up. Um... So it was kind of dangerous to use in a big team fight, especially if they had someone like a Malphite on the other side who would just say, I see your vengeful maelstrom and I raise you a kaboom. <laughs> a nuke, My f- perhaps. favorite part of this ability is that motherfucker clapped when that shit yeah, went he off. Did. He would go, he would clap them cheeks and then he'd be like, I'm protecting all y'all. <laughs> just the sound of the, like, the, I was like, why is it a clap? Like he just, he just. I don't know. It was good though. It was a good ability. I love the name of it. And I, I feel mm-hmm. like 
The new one's called Nature's Grasp, but I feel like Vengeful Maelstrom still kind of fits. Um, because it's it's almost like a little maelstrom of, of um, vines that come up. Uh, so let me read the new one. Uh, Nature's Grasp. Uh, active, Maokai summons a colossal wall of five thorny brambles that slowly advances in the target direction, accelerating over time. Each stopping when they collide with an enemy champion, hitting at least one enemy champion, grants Maokai bonus movement speed, decaying over two seconds. Each bramble deals magic damage to enemies hit, but roots them for 0.8 to 2.6 based on distance traveled seconds. Uh, it would grant Maokai 40 to 60% bonus movement speed when you hit somebody. That's based on rank. And magic damage is 150 to 300 plus 75% AP. You're not using this for that. You're using this to stop the enemy or you're either zoning them away from an objective because it moves so slowly. It's actually a really good zoning alt. Like if you want to take Baron or Dragon and you, you know that they can come in, like stopping them maybe doesn't do too much, but keeping them just at bay in a way because it moves so slowly takes forever for them to actually be able to get in and, and can help you secure an objective, whether or not you're landing the ability. Or, I mean, just as like, again, as a jungler coming out of the jungle with this ability, it's right. so wide. It's it's like a whole lane width, I think, right? It's, it's sure it's slow, but you know, it it's, you know, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it speeds width. up as it goes. And then plus again, they recently added, uh, that movement speed aspect when he hits right. someone with it and he can zoom a little bit quicker to them. Right. Um, and then of course you, I mean the, the root I'm looking at this, the, to get that two and a half, uh, 2.6 second, uh, route, it needs to travel 1000 units, which I think is pretty doable. Um, it is. It's pretty far, but that's when they far. start picking up in, in speed too. Cause they get faster as they go. Um, the other thing to note, too, is one branch can only hit one champion. So if they're smart, they kind of stand in a line, and the first champion takes the route, and the rest of them don't. Uh, but they can still run into the, Again, it's so slow-moving, they can still run into the other ones, because it has it has a, a length in addition to its width. So it, it's, a, it's a pretty good ability. I, I feel like this one is obviously a lot more useful than Venful Maelstrom was. Um, but I still like Venful Maelstrom. <laughs> All right, I think I know we just talked about this, but give it to me. It's it's a good, very. He has a bunch of good ones. Um, since they updated Totemic, it looks way better. Like he he reminds me kind of of like an Urgot. He's just a giant fucking totem, and his saplings look really cool in that skin. Um, if I had to go with my favorite one though. Meowkai is pretty good. Yeah. Haunted Meowkai is pretty good. So is Space Groove. Astronaut? Uh, Sorry, Astronaut. I said Space Groove. Yeah. Astronaut's pretty good, too. Uh, he gets oh. a nice little voice update with that skin. Or little, oh, I like just really... His saplings are little alien guys. I think they're so fucking cute. <laughs> they are. I like the Haunted ones because they're like little gravestones. Hmm. I don't think I ever use that skin. I I always like festive, festive good fucking presents. Yeah, that goes with the bad Santa Vagar and Santa Brom. Um, that one uh, is Vic- pretty good. Victorious is not that great. No, but man, was he pivotal that year, huh? <laughs> I can't even remember. He was everywhere. That was I think that's right when they reworked him. Uh, 2016. No, it would have been before seven, him. Yeah, yeah, that would have been right before, and then they reworked. That's right. Oh man, that's hmm. right. 
I think he was just played top lane all the time, though, because damage reduction, he was mega tank with some decent ratios. Kind of like, yeah. uh, somewhere like a Cho'Gath. Mega tank with decent ratios. But, uh, yeah, if I had to pick, the Astronaut's pretty fucking good. Yeah, probably Astronaut. So. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a skin since 2021. My boy is due. I know, as, 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 with, as it popular. Right. As popular as he is. Right. Some of his old uh, splash arts are, are pretty bad. Like, first classic Maokai is pretty bad. The first charred Maokai might be worse. <laughs> Let's see. The first Totemic's okay, whatever. The first Festive is pretty funny. Oof. Yeah. I, I do like Goalkeeper Maokai because he's got the goalie net right on top of his back. But... Mm. Yeah, no, he's a fun champ. Definitely uh, super relevant. Um, I think in his current state, he'll always have relevance because he has so much CC in his kit. Knockups, stuns, slows, uh, roots. I guess they're both roots, they're not really stuns. Yeah. Um, but good, hard CC. He's, he's self-sustaining. Um, I don't see a, a point, even if they reduce his damage, he's still a really good just fucking tank, you know? So I don't I don't see a point where this guy ever becomes irrelevant unless they make some drastic changes to his kit. Well said, but guys, that is it. We've come to the end of our journey. What does Bob Ross say <laughs> when when he's finished with an episode? He's like, I guess. Uh, oh, I've never made it to the end of a Bob Ross episode. I usually fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking up. Uh, he's like, we've come to the end of our. Ooh, Fuck, I'm curious. Happy now. little journey. Yeah. Bob Ross, uh, sign off. If... Uh, doesn't say. It just. All right. It says something like that. We come to the end of our journey, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. But you guys, as always, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, all that wherever you're listening or watching right now. You make sure you motherfuckers hit that link tree. Come in the Discord. Again, we need at least um, oh, one more mid laner and a jungler. And. I better see you guys in the stream in some capacity. I want to see you guys. What I also want to do is update the um, the channel points thing for watching rewards. So, oh, yeah. I remember when we did the one last year, we were like doing push-ups or whatever. Okay. <laughs> People were doing. So maybe we can think of some funny ones for that. Um, okay. But, yeah, guys, uh, that is it. We'll see you tomorrow, yes. uh, 15th. Be there at noon. Uh, it's gonna be awesome. Tyler is gonna be over square. here. So, um, <laughs> if you're not there, this is you right here. If you're not there, that's you. See that? That's you. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, stay, stay frosty. Say, stay healthy. Yeah, safe, I don't know. Don't yeah. don't do anything stupid. Don't be hurt. Be safe. <laughs> no. Nope. All right, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you next time. Later.